from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Take your fucking diaper off. <laughs> I mean, redheads are, are worse when they're. Uh, I don't know. I, I used to think natural redheads are worse, but then I thought somebody who aspires to be a redhead might be worse. Yeah, or maybe they just need an excuse. <laughs> I don't know how many actual redheads in my life, but three of them I had. Like, really? were major relationships and that were, like, represented high points for me. One of them was my first wife. Or, or not high points, but milestones. One of them tried to kill me. Uh, and one was... <laughs> That's a milestone. <laughs> one of them... And then one was maybe the best sex I ever had. Uh, and, and they were all natural redheads. So the and that because that one was like in two thousand seven or some shit like that. The the good sex one. She was a fundamentalist, and I'm telling you, I, I think that there's no there's no sex like a fundamentalist. Wow. No one fucks like a fundamentalist. Alert! Get one mad yeah. enough to kill you. That that says a lot. I, I get the feeling she could have done it with a, a variety. You know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm not so sure. I can't take credit. She was pretty nuts. Where, where's that? Where was that motivation during a relationship? Right? Yeah. How come you didn't put that much passion <laughs> into the? Yeah. That's it's cool though. I'd rather have a woman shoot me than break up with me. I've, you know. Oh wow. I've never broke up with anybody, so I wouldn't even know how to do it. But that's no fun. Yeah. I've only done it a couple of times, and uh, yeah, that's why so many people just ghost people or just you know like fade away. Or you know, what most people do is they're just they they're gonna be so much of an asshole to whoever they're with that they finally just leave. Yeah, it's like an Italian goodbye. It's a Sicilian message. I saw Godfather 3. Did you? And have you seen it? Unfortunately, yeah. It was all right. I got to tell you something. I I, I always heard that it was like not good, and I watched it, and and I think it it was so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Every scene was like distinctly bad. I mean, like a lot of the shots even. I don't know anything about directing a movie, and I would go, why don't you move that trailer out of the way? I think it's a parody. I think it's actually a parody. I think I think they, or as as Manny was saying, uh, let's do a fun one. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was, I it, it really I know they just did it for the money. They didn't put anything into the performances. The story was weird. I, I mean, I really don't know, but I I think that it's just. Uh, I, I really do think it was a parody. I mean, you have like so many. There's one moment. There's I could I could talk about it forever, and I haven't even seen. I've seen the whole thing, but I haven't. I didn't watch it straight through because we watched the first Godfather and second Godfather prior to that. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, uh, those are good. Yeah, that, that might be why it seems so much worse than I thought it was going to be. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Violence in the city, everywhere, and uh, a couple of uh, you know death parties. Apparently, uh, we've uh, been reading all about uh, Randy Santos, Rodriguez, Randy. A Santos who killed four guys down in Chinatown. We'll be talking about oh, that. Oh, he beat those homeless people to death. He beat them to death. That's uh, joining me is uh, is uh, from uh, what I you know Jersey. Rich Carucci. Yay! How you doing, Rich? Good, good, Ben. Fun gigs this weekend. Fun yeah, show yeah. in uh, where it was. We did an Elks Lodge, Wilmington, Delaware. Look at us bragging. Well, you know, first rule of Elks Lodge: <laughs> you don't talk about Elks Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is homeless shooting galleries. October 14th, security at the city's homeless shelters is so shoddy that one Harlem facility had its own uh, house heroin dealer. Oh, so that's what they mean by shooting galleries. Oh, well, you that's know, less violent. If you're homeless, I mean, you know, 
<laughs> you can't get it delivered. Stop spending your money on heroin, and you'll get no. <laughs> that, the, God, that, talk about a bottom feeding heroin dealer. Yeah, I want to get these homeless motherfuckers. Hey, I take food stamps. Hey, like, <laughs> maybe that's like uh, a lot of people don't want to go homeless because they're like, man, how am I going to get heroin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they got a guy there. Thank God, the guy in the upper bunk has some. <laughs> Parkview <laughs> Hotel resident Alice uh, Cuesta. She's fifty-two. Busted last month with sixty glassines of heroin after clumsily dropping them right in front of an NYPD sergeant inside the elevator at the West 110th Street shelter. That's according to prosecutors in court papers. So, yeah, she's dropped a whole bunch of heroin, mm. I guess, right in front that, of a cop. That never happens when I'm on the elevator. You know? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders keepers. Right. <laughs> thing. Uh, now, look, here's... <laughs> I guess heroin makes you really fucking like you know, like you you can't even keep your your heroin in your pocket or your hands, <laughs> and it's such a tough drug too. You'd think it would require a lot of dexterity to you know you gotta do a whole medical like thing before her fateful fumble. She uh, enjoyed free reign at the shelter for a long time. Situation uh, is similar at shelters across the city. They say surprised they told the truth and they say you know great police work led to the arrest of yeah. Madame Heroin. It's like she dropped in the elevator in front of the guy. What the hell could he do? It's like ah oh, shit, I'm on break. Too fuck. Not gonna arrest. He you. knew she had the heroin. <laughs> then he had to. It's like god damn it. You dropped it in front of people. You yeah, dumb bitch. This, uh, that prospect uh, no, say security gaps as well as overworked DHS officers who simply don't have the time, training or staff to conduct thorough investigations. They've left some residents wondering if they would be better off taking their chances on the street. Uh, that prospect became even more terrifying last week when four homeless men were murdered by a crazed vagrant in Chinatown. Also, uh, apparently a six-year-old boy was attacked by a bum in Queens. That I didn't hear about yet. We got to get away with, we got to do away with those bums. They're dangerous. We got to ban the bum. <laughs> ban the bum. <laughs> uh, at the end of September, um, we'll see, I don't think it's ever safe uh, in Plus, here. Plus, you're only getting a story. You're not hearing what the kid did. I mean, let's come on, you know? Yeah. Attacks. <laughs> right. Or was it, uh, you know? You're my father. And the bum's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happened? I don't right. think it's even it's ever safe in there, in, in here, said a 26-year-old domestic violence survivor. A survivor? Is that a survivor? Is it well, the Holocaust? You're the one doing it. Domestic violence? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't hey, that's ridiculous. The survivor has become like yeah. Survivor. You, you can't. I, I know they use it that way now. It's never safe outside. So what can we do? Now, um, as of the end of September, 95 Parkview residents, nearly half of the 192 total clients, were considered quote at risk. Uh, of being a danger either uh, to others or themselves. Sounds like a great place. Yeah. Who books it? <laughs> <laughs> I think they need a comedy show there. <laughs> yeah, that'll cheer them up. A couple of laughs. Yeah, maybe get a, pick up some heroin yeah. while we're there. Even though, uh, see, all residents. Uh, hey, Pat, how's the heroin out of clap? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Uh, that's, boop boop. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, see, uh, other contraband confiscated at city shelters included guns, ammo, brass knuckles, even a long knife hidden in a cane. They uh, don't have a home to leave this shit, and they have to bring it with them. I mean, you <laughs> that's my <laughs> machine gun. <laughs> All my stuff is there. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Where are they supposed that's, to keep their under guns? Under my pillow. I mean, if they have guns, they're coming with them. Yeah. I, I, I always wanted a sword game. Yeah, those are cool. It would be cool to have 
Uh, right. So, um, questions are asked. Example of a good outcome based on cooperation. Blah blah blah. There we go. So nah, you ain't going nowhere. Let's talk about this murder now. This this the, the way they caught Rodriguez, Randy Santos, uh, in Chinatown, where he beat these guys to death. He's walking. Uh, I, I mean, he's 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 in Chinatown. And he uh, had a, what do you call it, murder weapon on him. What did he do it with? Uh, he did it with this heavy bar, 15-pound uh, piece of metal. It was slung over his shoulder. When they found him, it was uh, covered with hair and blood. Oh. Or, well, I should say, it was covered with blood and hair. Uh, yeah, okay, so to put it this way, the murders happened last Saturday morning around 1.40. Four sleeping vagrants beaten to death with some sort of blunt object. That's something was a 15-pound metal rod, and police discovered it resting on the shoulder of 24-year-old Rodriguez, Randy Santos. Although, you know, he, he I, we should call him Rod, I guess, since <laughs> he's carrying the fucking metal rod. <laughs> Another uh, case where the cops just walk up on it. What happened to doing police? Like, these people are just giving themselves up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I doubt any of these uh, homeless guys called 911. <laughs> uh, there was a, this, that was around 2 a.m. I mean, they caught him fast, too. It was 1.40 around, it was around the time he did it, and they at 2 a.m., he is arrested. They arrested him, and he was shown video of the attacks uh, while he was inside the 5th Precinct, confessed to the killings. Now, he was out despite a lot of shit. The Manhattan uh, District Attorney's Office dropped the ball, let two cases against this, this guy uh, languish until the judge was forced to dismiss them. On April 25th, he was in court, this is 2018, on an assault case for slugging a man in the face when he began when he began to whistle loudly while court was in session. He punched a man in court. Wow. Because the guy was whistling. Now, <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I would have rooted for you, but yeah, you can't punch people in court. No, not in that court. You, it, I bet the judge appreciated it even, you know? Maybe that's why he didn't get, they yeah. were like, we're not going to prosecute this guy for this. We're going to give you the bailiff job. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the court officer uh, escorted him to the hallway, but Santos allegedly went berserk, tried to re-enter the courtroom, and that landed him in cuffs. So they weren't even... They took him to the hallway. Uh, he, uh, while being processed on charges of resisting arrest and obstruction, he was cuffed to a bench, wildly kicked at passing court officers, uh, and he was released on five hundred dollars cash bail. And he represented himself. <laughs> so he had a new case. <laughs> Can you uncuff the lawyer, please? He would have. Yeah. <laughs> he never. Uh, he never went to court. This it never great. went to court. They just. They, they were just like, you know, forget it. Because, like, by the time it came back around, if a case doesn't go to trial, says here in the New York Post, if, if a case doesn't go to trial within a legally specified number of days, you could tell us how many days uh, it is automatically dismissed in accordance with New York law. So last Saturday, he allegedly used a three-foot piece of metal to bludgeon five sleeping men in, in Chinatown. One was clinging to life, and the other four dead. You can kill as many fucking bums as you yeah, want. I guess. Uh, it's, it's not okay to kill people at all, ever, no. right? But... Okay, once you've crossed the Rubicon there, you're going to kill somebody. The homeless old guys are... That's the target. The, the, it causes the least fucking 
problem, I think, you know. I mean, like in... in Nobody's office isn't opening the next day. Right. (laughs) No one's going to miss an appointment. No one. Nothing will change. Where's that guy that sits out here? That's fucking my day up. Hold on a second. I had a 2 p.m. with him. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's tough on the streets. It's got to be. It is. It's got to be. Yeah. And maybe he spared them the winter they were about to go through. I'm not trying to say that this guy's cleaning up the streets, but Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Okay. he was about to do this to anybody. You know, in fact, one of his cases was he jumped across a counter and bit a guy in the chest, which to me, that's a crazy person. You're like, an, you're, that's a psychopath. You can like get that. away with a lot of shit, I guess. Jumping across counters, biting people, punching people in court. Yeah. That's shit. No, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's what they're, they're starting to uh, figure out, you know, is that you don't go to jail uh, that much. You yeah. know, it's, it's almost, they're really reluctant to put anybody in jail. That's crazy. And, and, and now it wasn't always this way here but it is now oh what the fuck is this apparently randy santos is also a porn star oh, oh my god wow. he's uh, got a huge dick that is ridiculous. maybe he hit him with the dick <laughs> <laughs> there he is right there oh, oh yeah he looks he looks troubled indicted uh, in these new york city beating deaths from newsday yeah he's he's troubled his friends all said he was troubled i guess he looks dominican i guess you say a Puerto Rican angry angry uh, a homeless man accused of beating four uh, other oh, he's homeless as well but he was squatting you see that's different he was living he had in, rights yeah he, he was living like in uh, my kid's squatting right now with me right that's a different deal yeah, yeah. Oh, God. yeah you, you know look your kid's good because he uh, you know keeps your wife away yeah he does actually he does <laughs> She it's an interesting will, living situation. Yeah, she will not come out there and live while he's there. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> That's why he's 21. I'm like, you're not moving out yet. Don't worry. You can stay here. Take your time, son. Yeah. Take your sweet ass time. Uh, arrested as he fled minutes after the pre-dawn attack. It says police charge him with uh, four counts of second-degree murder, one count of attempted murder. So it, they'll never go with first-degree murder, but I, I don't know how much more premeditated you can get than picking up a murder weapon, walking over. First-degree murder, actually, the truth of that is, it is a completely different deal. It's not just about, like, the premeditation. It's about there's other factors as well. And this is something that I have wondered about, and I've asked this question aloud. I've wondered. I got a response from an attorney who explained the whole goddamn thing. It requires, a, he says, a first-degree murder in New York requires aggravated factors like murder for hire. Uh-huh. Okay, if you intentionally cause the death of another person, you will face a homicide charge or several different offenses in the New York Criminal Code. So, uh, you know, there's everything from manslaughter up to you know, first degree, uh, murder in the first degree, murder in the second degree, aggravated murder. Each is a class A1 felony, meaning that if you're convicted, you could be sentenced to life in prison. So you could be prosecuted for murder in the first degree if you, one, intentionally caused the death of another person and the victim was a cop, engaged in performing official duties. Number two, intentionally caused the death of another person and the victim was a firefighter, you know, doing and responding to an emergency. Or a paramedic, or a physician, or ambulance driver, or you know any of those. Any like you know, so you know, intentionally caused the death of another person. This is number three, and the victim was an employee of a state correctional facility. And all these are if you're not rich or a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) And number four, intentionally caused the death of a witness of uh, to uh, of a witness to a prior crime in order to prevent him from testifying. 
So these are, you know, some of the aggravating factors. Intentionally cause the death of another person for profit. Cause the death of another person, number six. In furtherance of the commission of another serious felony, like kidnapping in the first degree, or arson, or rape. In the furtherance of the commission of a felony. So if you kill a woman's husband so you can rape her. And then set her on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's optional. It's the arson part. Cause the death of another person uh, while you previously been convicted of murder in the second degree. Or cause the death of another um, under the conditions that showed you have a depraved indifference for human life. That seems like a catch-all to me. Yeah, wouldn't that... I, I, I mean, I mean, all of them? Like, no, what are you talking about? I don't... <laughs> I really respect what life. I just really hated him. I just... It's his life. Right, yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. I, I found that to be a, an odd... So who of, represents you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you get the right representation. Oh, you can yeah. get out of anything. Well, the club won't fit. <laughs> God, I mean, why did people respond so much to some rhyming thing? You know, I mean, like I, that to me, it's I brilliant. thought when I saw that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding yeah, me. I saw Is that it. really what I, I, I was stunned. I was flabbergasted. Of course, you know, I, I go through life that way. I was watching the verdict in uh, Denver at the uh, Stout Street Saloon. This all nude place. Just had put my second wife on a bus to go visit her mother. Went to the bank and realized she cleaned me out, and it was over. Oh, <laughs> so I went to celebrate with a little bit of cash I had at the nudie bar and watched OJ get over. Oh. I said, he's going to get off, no doubt. How did Boom. you know? Just figured. I had a feeling. OJ. Yeah, but damn. I, 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 that was payback for uh, Rodney King, I guess. Oh, right. Well, yeah, they were terrified. Like Give him one. The fuck it. The juice. All right. But they weren't wrong about Rodney King. That's the thing. That that's a that, that I think that's largely a misunderstanding. Mm. <laughs> I could be wrong, but Rodney King was like fighting. He was still fighting them the whole goddamn time. Yeah. And uh, you know there had been a chase that was that put a lot of lives at risk. Now, okay, they they probably kind of. I, I you know I'm not really sure exactly if every officer should have been doing. It. But at the same time, it wasn't as big of a deal as it was made out to be. I, my opinion, whatever. I, you know, I have maybe I haven't learned enough about this. But uh, I want to talk about a Brooklyn shooting now. Poker player opened fire, killed by a bouncer. Thirty-seven-year-old man was among the four people killed. So the guy, they call it. Okay, let's. This, this is a New York Times version of a story. This is how they write. Chester Good might have been holding a grudge after a fight last year at an unlicensed social club. Well, he might not have been. Tucked in a row of townhouses in Brooklyn. Maybe he was wasted. Yeah. Or perhaps he was losing a game of poker and wanted to rob other gam gamblers at the illicit operation that drew patrons in flashy cars and complaints from neighbors. I have a full house. I have a full clip. <laughs> the way he, perhaps he was losing a game of poker and wanted to rob other gamblers. Nobody goes in thinking, if I lose, I'll just start shooting. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't winning, and he's like, I can really fuck this up. <laughs> he's up. <laughs> Investigators were looking at those possibilities on Sunday to explain what led to a shooting that left Mr. Good and three other dead uh, after a gunfight inside the AAA Aces private and social rental place in in, in Crown Heights. So it's, it's an unlicensed deal, you know, poker room. Uh, witnesses told the office that Mr. Good pulled a gun inside the club just before 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Boy, they really get up early and shoot down there, don't they? I know what really happened, by the way. Told everyone to get down. He fired a warning shot into the ceiling. And then he turned the gun on fellow gamblers packed inside the small space. Into the small space. Before he was shot by a bouncer standing guard, Mr. Good had killed two of his own acquaintances. 
Damn. The bouncer, Dominic Wimbush, 47-year-old Dominic Wimbush, was shot and killed in the crossfire. That I'm doing pretty good. As were Terrence Bishop and John Thomas, 36 and 32. Uh, all, all those men lived in bed, uh, Bedlam Crimescent, except for uh, Mr. Good, whose last known address was in Canarsie. <laughs> Second quadruple homicide in New York City in a week. Now, I, I take exception to their use of crossfire here. The guy, you know, he was shot and killed in the crossfire. Dominic Wimbush wasn't... When you say killed in the crossfire, it sounds as if, like, it's just stray bullets. Like some kid was playing in the street and got shot. Yeah, there was. there's only two guns being fired. This guy's holding one of them, right? Dominic Wimbush, the guy that, who allegedly got caught in the crossfire. So he got caught in the regular fire coming from the, the guy from the shooter. You know what I mean? No, but why does this not piss anybody off but me? I don't understand. I give him, I give him credit. He's not even pleased a bouncer. I mean, I would have quit. Like, fuck it, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they when the guy pulled out a gun and started shooting, I said, okay, this guy needs to go. Union break. He needs to go. <laughs> right. I'm getting him out. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. fucking crazy. Uh, detectives told us the guy at the club was cheated and wanted his money back. So that's uh, they said they're still trying to pin down a precise motive for the shooting. You don't need a motive, man. People get mad when they lose. Yeah, that's it. He he, he was he was mad, and he had a gun. You seen Harlem Nights? You the know motive, how that shit goes down. The motive was he was armed. Right. <laughs> that was the motive. The motive was anger. The motive is I have a gun, mm. and oh my fucking god, I cannot believe you rivered the fourth club to beat my trips. <laughs> You son of a bitch. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing more complicated than that. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that a little bit more. I want to see what uh, what uh, today's guest has to say about this. Hope you're having a good day out there. And uh, let's see, where, Rich, where are you going to be? You want to uh, promote something? I'm at Greenwich Village uh, Comedy Club, Monday nights. Hey. Every Monday night I'm there. Are you really? Yeah. You producing something there? there? Uh, no, I'm, I just, I'm the house host on Monday nights there. So it's pretty good. And that's killer. Uh, I will be at uh, you know White Plains Comedy uh, in uh, White Plains up in Westchester. Yeah, one. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, December thirteenth with Compound uh, comedians of Compound. I saw that. It's a great show. Yeah, myself, uh, Anthony Cumia will be there, of course, and uh, Dave Landau, uh, the great Aaron Berg, Aaron Berg, yeah. the, the good Gino Bisconti, and uh, Gino, <laughs> Chrissy Mayer, and myself. It'll be at least fun. December thirteenth, be there, and uh, thanks for being here, Rich Carucci. Yeah, Saturday I'm at Hamilton Tavern. It's a new gig uh, in New Jersey, Hamilton Tavern. Uh, what's what, what town? I uh, know. Check out my website, richcruciecomedy.com. There you go. At C A. A-R-U-C-C-I-E. C-C-I. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.